Yeah. Uh, intro time. <sighs> Welcome to episode two of the Art Meets Music podcast. Um, what I do, do all those cliches. Make be sure to like, comment, <laughs> share, and subscribe. Um, um, thank you for listening to episode one. It was a lot of great feedback. Now I'm here with um, Joffrey, also known as Sam Soul, and Kells. Mm-hmm. What's going on, guys? Happening. How far? How far? Bring the mics closer so yeah, we can hear okay. you. No R and B voice ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So um, yeah. So I'm carrying on literally from last week, where um, not last week, a month ago of when I when I recorded the podcast last, just inviting artists to you know have conversations about their journey so far, because it's very difficult to kind of get that publication to kind of co-sign you early or have conversations with you early do you know what i mean by mm. doing unique things that both of you do so i'll start with joffrey like had you i mean where are you from how'd you get started you know and what's what's your journey thus far been like in in a nutshell hey, it's gonna be long though yeah you can you can you can run for it oh you know um, what i mean just talk about like you know just your creative beginnings and you know how everything kicked off for you um i'm from east london Canning Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, my journey, I, I'm, I'm even like, I didn't even take art serious in the beginning because mm. I didn't really see artists. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my f- um, when I was growing up, I was always hearing like negativity, like, oh, this is not going to take you anywhere. Yeah. And when I got to like college time, that's when I kind of took art serious because I had a mental good like a, ch- a teacher he supported me because mm. i got dyslexia and dyspraxia mm. Mm. so in school they was always saying to me like my career advisor was always saying to me let's be realistic art's not gonna take you anywhere but that's when he was giving me a, like a career advice and then when i got to like because i repeated school okay like sixth form mm-hmm. so when i got to my s- second year this is when everyone has to go to college no uni now i had to go see him again and then he told me let's be real if um, I think he only looked at me as grade like grades, cause yeah. he doesn't really know me as a person. Mm. So my grades were bad. So he went to me like, um, let's be realistic. If you do go uni, you're not gonna finish. And he was telling me to paint like the walls and stuff for the council. It's crazy, like wow, uni teachers. I had the same thing with a uni teacher. It's like, oh, after this is gonna be like literally nothing. Do you know what I mean? Because of what I was studying at the time. But it's just like. It's funny how they put that in your mind. Yeah. First, to say, look, yo, <laughs> it's, fi- it's doomed yeah. season after this, you know what I mean? Which is crazy. It's it's great because you're young too, like a sponge. Yeah. So he's like a career advisor. You're thinking, this guy is like telling you what you need to hear and stuff. Mm. But luckily I had my mom and so right people around me because my mom was putting her foot down saying, like, you're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And what country are you from? Congo, Congo, oh, Congo. Okay. African, so <laughs> mm. we know it's going to be right. So that's legendary. Mm. Kels, yeah. my guy. <laughs> how about you man I, I mean i know you i know your personal story and stuff like that yeah. so how'd you like kick off into music and everything like that was like quite a while ago actually like what eight years ago mm. yeah three years prior to meeting you actually mm. so to be honest i didn't know what i wanted to do with myself i knew i went i was i was going to uni i was at one big art uni studying graphic communication and that thinking oh you know i'm gonna be a graphic designer and then started doing music because i was always had a love for it always knew a lot about it well as far as the genres that i like Mm. started doing it met up with someone he started a label kind of took it from there 
And then as years went on, I started seeing that actually I don't really like graphic design. I don't mm-hmm. really like like I I'm not into the visual yeah, part was of you things doing like the, that. You know, when, when you first came out, when we first met, was the, the album work and all that? Was that your work? Some some of it was a mi- mostly it was Mike okay, doing okay, the designs. Okay. More I did more like the illustrations, okay, so. stuff like that. So yeah, but I found that I wasn't really too into the visual art thing like that. Mm. So I had to keep it real myself, and just thought, no, let me try this music thing. So kind of went years and years, years trying to go at it, go at it, staying consistent, trying to improve, seeking progression, not necessarily perfection. But you find yourself, you actually end up seeking perfection. You want to be perfect, but you need to accept that it's not always going to be on point at that point in time. Mm. It takes time. And no one wants to see something. How could I make it? How could I say it? No one wants to see something that's like already made mm. straight away. People like to see growth. It's like there's something interesting about seeing something grow. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to it just being there. Okay. Right, what else is there to it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you got to accept that you're, you need to take things into stages and go from there. Yeah. And then, so as years went on, split with the label and kind of went solo. Actually, I did. I went solo for yeah. a while. And then it's funny because this is what made me realize that she, I, I actually had been into music in terms of like actually being trying to do music from even earlier than I thought mm. so in secondary school we all like grand music I listen to a lot of hip hop from especially the New York rappers like Dipset a lot of uh, Joe Budden and um, Ace mm. uh, they used to be uh, no Joe Budden and Ransom used to listen to a lot of old school hip hop a lot of singers Marcus but just I was listening Everybody to a lot of music in the same, Afro yeah. beats exposed by my mum and all of that so I was into all of that in, I was in it's choir in church so singing in a quiet church so I was actually into it from school and I had a school friend he became my manager mm. so and the reason why I accepted him as my manager is because I feel like he knows me musically better than a lot of other people actually know me mm. or what I'm actually into from because he knows me from from day mm. so he would and he also had a keen interest in doing it himself mm. but he doesn't want to mm. so I feel like in a way he's kind of living his dream through me in a way yeah that makes sense by investing a lot in of managers were artists before yeah. it's about a couple of 16s and yeah. then they become great managers which yeah. is sick so it makes yeah. sense so I feel like they, they they know how they would like to be managed as an artist if they were to be an artist mm. and because they've got the business mind they're very money orientated which I find the ones that used to be artists they're more into money because mm. they're more, more money orientated the decisions they make in an artist's career always leads to some sort of financial yeah yeah like goal mm. or a way you can make money out of it yeah so yeah I think I'm at that point now okay yeah. that makes sense yeah um Joffrey so I was gonna call you your Stuff like that. So like your style, like when I first saw it, it's reminiscent of uh, Basquiat almost. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to yeah. say it's too. It's, it's not the same, but I think the craziness and the like. You tell stories for it, do you know? Oh, what yeah, mean? But yeah, in a yeah. wild way, and Basquiat did the same thing in terms of um, painting in a, in a wild manner just to depict the story. I mean, like what are like. But what have been like the 
best pieces that tell your stories through a piece. And I, I know you did like a video piece at um, Smack Tacos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, depicting um, some of the stuff have you gone through. Like, you know, what I mean, how would you describe your style overall and favorite pieces and stuff like that? I don't have word to describe my work, but mm. I treat. I always say I treat like a diary. Yeah. So my work's like a diary. If I feel a type of way, I'll put it like in a canvas or I'll put, like do an animation. Mm. It's not just me, it's like some friends too. Yeah. So I hear like their story mm. and then, before I used to think it was normal cause it's like your environment and stuff. Yeah. And then cause when I went to uni and different places, the things people used to tell me, even the things I've seen, I was like, yo, this is not normal. Yeah. And that's why I put in my animation to show like, yo, that things we see when we're young, even when we're growing up here, yeah, it's not it's not really normal for like young kids and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I'm trying to push out yeah. and stuff. And animation. how was it like growing up in um Cannon Town you see it from here? Like oh, Cannon Town Yeah when I went there was a bit of a mad one, but it's like, you know, how is it now? Has it changed? It's has gone, it I think it's gone worse. I think it's, it's gone, gone worse. worse, yeah. So gentrification hasn't touched it just yet. No, it has, it has. Oh, it has. But yeah. I'm just saying the youth now are just mad. Yeah. Like, because of Cause even like outside my crib and stuff here, yeah, there's been like two stabbings and Crazy. stuff, and like uh, like just a mad f- like kind of town's gone mad. The yeah. youth now they don't it's like they're reckless now, man. Yeah. And crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. even my little sister, she's like in year, like she's she's in year ten now, but she told me she lost like four people. Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Year ten. Yeah, she's in year ten, and she told me like that was when I heard that I was like that's mad. And these are like girls or boys? No, boys and one girl, but the girl was an accident, like a car accident. But the other one was like stabbings and stuff. Okay. And yeah, that's, that's how crazy. I was like, this that's generation crazy. is mad now, man. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kels, yeah, your progression in, in music has gone up and you did a collaboration with C Biz that, you know, you've been told some now that you've done like sick promotion on it. How yeah. did that come about? So basically, um, when I jumped back on doing music, I had a whole bunch of lyrics, bunch of content from working with that old label. We never got to release. So I just took all of that, revamped it, mixed it up a little bit, added a little, just mixed it up, revamped it and just put it on new production. So it was one song that I was actually gonna call Biz because Biz is one of my, it's like, was, was one of my influences at the time as well because of his flow that he has. I was listening to a lot of his music as well. So I wanted to use his name as the title of the song, but I thought, nah, let me ask for permission because he might not like that. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Someone who's this guy using my name? Yeah. yeah, Clout chasing. So mm. I thought, you know what, makes sense. Ask him for permission if he needs royalties because I want to put it out to sell, see how he feels about that. He's like, nah, I want to jump on it. I went, oh, re- oh really? Mm. Okay, cool. All right say nothing so it took months he actually got me to come to his studio in Kilburn which is 6VI's t- studio isn't it? Okay. and then we, we, we re-recorded everything so I, I had my own version with another artist called House of Grey mm. but you see I was supposed to release the remix with him but what I realised with House of Grey is he wasn't really trying to push anything on social media mm. so, and I felt like it was in terms of me putting out a campaign there, I won't be more beneficial to work with this C-Biz person. I yeah. can always do more songs with Hats of Grey. Yeah. But because he was, I didn't really see him doing anything on social media trying to push yeah. the song. So I thought, you know what, let me do this thing. 
with Biz and then I'll make the one with House of Grey remix. Mm. So, and then I kind of gave all power to Biz to use it because he said, he asked me this, he went, do you want it your way or do you want to do it the ER way? I went, okay. Mm-hmm. What's the terms and conditions, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you see, your way, you put it out, you know, you put it out, innit? Mm. I went, but he goes, do it my way, you know, maximum exposure. Mm. In the United, that's how he was saying it, yeah. like, maximum exposure. <laughs> I'm just there like, okay. Sick. Now, it, what would you do in my situation? Mm. So I thought, you know what, yeah, let me try it. So he put it out, he pushed it everywhere, he put it on Westwood Radio. Sick. Yeah, he was the one who was pushing it and he was in prison when he did that as mm. well. So, man, yeah, that's how that whole thing yeah. came about, really. And like, one thing I can ask a lot of creators, like at, and I don't want to say like it's at a, a midway stage or a low stage or at this point mm. in life, like what are the biggest challenges like that you lot are seeing, like honestly, do you know what I mean? Like what's the challenges in both of the, your art scene and your music scene? So anybody can go at the same time. Mm. You can go first. Yeah. Uh, you can go first. You drawing biggest <laughs> challenges has been money, one, staying consistent, very hard. Because I know I'm going to sound like some financials, I don't know, like some financer, but the reality for me, mm. what I've noticed from my this is just personal to me. If you look at your way, the financial element really does affect the capacity of someone's create creativity. Sometimes, you you would want to do something or do a certain idea, but because your money can't stretch that way, you're just like, ah, oh, man, I can't really. Mm. So you become limited. But then, at the same time, you learn to try and find alternative ways to get around it. Yeah, which then sometimes actually enhances your creativity. Mm. So like, you know, constraints, actually, what I found with it actually, the challenge was actually helping the music in a way because the constraints boost creativity, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Because yeah. it's like when you don't financially have, it's like um, when I talk to artists and they went, like, oh, we want to get on blogs. I say, oh, you need to pay for a PR. Oh, but the PR costs like a grand. Mm. Okay, cool. Now you need to find out who wrote this article that's in the same genre mm. and bombard them and say look would you think my music listen to my mm. music or invite them to the show so mm. it's just like we either do the pay way mm. or we do it the way where we just have to probably yeah, hustle, hustle for about two yeah. three months trying to yeah. secure like a contact yeah yeah, yeah. yeah man mm. so many different things as well yeah like clock, even with social media you could pay for someone to run your social media and but that's good your social media gets boosted but you're not learning in that in that process you're not learning how to actually handle your social media mm. effectively that you not saying you don't need the person but let's say worse comes to worse you can't afford the person no more yeah. what are you gonna do then or are you just gonna just dip dip you know yeah so you gotta know something yourself so you can at least maintain it till you find a better option for you yeah. or till something actually works out in a different avenue but yeah there's alternative ways of working around things still but still not trying to cut too many corners because mm. some things uh you don't want to get to a stage where you're micromanaging do you get what i'm saying that's something i learned with the old label you see it was one guy running that m2 music yeah i even got the tattoo here that's how loyal i was to the whole thing you're gonna remove that yeah yeah, yeah, for <laughs> real? No, yeah, yeah. It's like for real yeah but i'm not gonna cover it i'm gonna probably get some more around it okay yeah, like Piece it's something time. that played a part yeah yeah and so 
can't act like it didn't bring me to this point that I am in so mm. I can't be bitter but what I noticed with that person is he was micromanager and it was just too much on one person mm. then when it comes to a point where you know, you got you, you want to grow up and have children mm. have a family and all these other things mm. it's impossible mm. for you to micromanage all these different projects you're doing photography mm. you're doing um you're producing you're doing videography then you're doing the graphic design mm. do you get what i mean yeah. and then you're doing the promotion you know yeah. it's too much for one person to take yeah. sometimes you do need to split the jobs to different people yeah yeah man like like andy warhol did it rarely painted any of his paintings. Mm. those guys have got a team <laughs> he got a team you know doing that film when i realized i was like wow i've been approaching this whole ro- all wrong mm. man yeah yeah. And yourself, bro? Oh. Challenges. The challenges. Challenges as an artist in the art world. Cause I'm like careful. Banging my head. It's the second time he's done it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like challenges as an artist. Because um, like a lot of the time um, in the art world, it's a lot of people try and bank on being viral on the, on the, on the pages. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like I gravitate to, or what I like is I like artists who can step back away from that social media size and understand this is a social media tool do you know what i mean so like what do you have challenges in that social media world uh, versus you know what you want to create on the re- and the reality side of things in real life mm. i don't even know you know yeah i don't try and get viral and stuff i just like producing work it can relate to people yeah and the thing I really want to do is like um, change the narrative of like, I'm talking about like black artists. Yeah. Like with parents and stuff. Yeah. Because when I was young, my uncle was supporting me to be a football player. Okay. But I didn't even want to be a football player. But because yeah. that's what he saw. Yeah. That's what he was pushing. Yeah. But I want parents to take like art serious. Because mm. I know there's a lot of like artists, they, um, they want to take art serious, but the parents are like, name me a black artist. Mm. So... What I realize you have to be in the black, um you have to be in the art world to realize this black eyes, but parents don't know that. Yeah. So that's why they don't support their kids and stuff. I want to change that. Mm. That I want them to see like yo, there's like black eyes. I can support my kids and. Yeah. That's. Do you think it's because it's not um, glamorized? Because it's like a like now, your parents would want you to do music because yeah. they see your yeah. days, your stormsies, and everything like that. Because there's representations. Yeah. Um, so now it's just like more or less pushing like your guys like yourself and mm. you know Kobe Martin, Sarah Russo, um, Kayende um, from New York as well who are coming out mm. and saying that we're black artists. But even though we knew that there was a black artist in Basquiat, but even even you, him, you know, what I mean, it's still that people didn't really mm. know who it was. Like my mom don't know who Basquiat is. I <laughs> found out about him in college. Oh, serious? I didn't even know those like black artists when I was in school. Oh, crazy. My friends won't introduce me. Yeah. So even that, even so I'm you didn't artist. see his work. At nah, all? only when I got to college. Okay. Because when I got to college, I was doing the art, and then my friend was like, "Oh, I think you will love this guy." Mm. And the first thing I saw about John Michelle was um, his the movie they done about him. Yeah, yeah. The one um, what's his name was playing as Andy Warhol um, and David yeah. Bowie. Yeah, yeah, that movie. Yeah, that movie. And then I was like, "What?" I was very confused. The yeah. first the first time I saw this, I was like this real and then he was like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. watch the documentaries because it's just like <laughs> what i loved about their world is similar to our but like it's going about the downtown scene yeah just like everything in terms of like andy warhol it was essentially 
like a, the, the yeah the father figure like was like everyone the, loved yeah like, he was yeah. like the influencers influencer. yeah. so he was connecting with everybody and now we've just got that amplified so it's like creating situations like events podcasts and everything mm. that will then amplify you know yourselves as as the new age black artists because it's mm. like that's why I, I do this just as like we need to know more, more yeah. black artists who are doing this thing in a sick way and have sick stories to tell at the same time do you know what mm. i mean and you know art is everyone's therapy you know that's something yeah. that people need to understand through that as well mm. you know so yeah um platforms wise like um do you feel as though that we need um more platforms so i mean for you for instance it's like you've gone through various genres and everything like that yeah. and like now everybody's people are music people are people's music's music is very different they they love different things but it's like if it's not a certain sound it mm. might not get picked up yeah, on certain exactly. genres or if it doesn't if you don't if you're not coming with an antic yeah. on instagram they're not kind of mm. co-signing nothing yeah. at the moment i mean do you feel as though that we lack certain platforms to embrace another side of uk culture yeah 100 percent. yeah i think once upon a time we did have certain platforms like um what was it soul culture oh, i remember soul culture yeah. sbtv was kind of drifting into that direction mm. well was ultimately they had a they had they had a let's be honest like the ice i worked with he yeah. was he was he swung that way in yeah, yeah, yeah so for them to have him on there mm. they were shifting in that direction where they were trying to go more commercial yeah do you get what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah, there mm. were, but I feel like now, not really. Like mm. alternative music, you kind of need to go to other territories f to be embraced the same way. Do you get what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what, that was that the so what happened? What does it say? Ah, uh, I think it's <laughs> saved. Well, yeah. carry on whilst I check. Yeah, yeah, mm. man. Oh, we're good we're good yeah we're good <laughs> sorry about the ladies and gentlemen um <laughs> but yeah um yeah um you know even yeah. yourself like how are you finding it you know trying to promote your art um what type of platforms are you are you coming in contact with and like what do you think that is needed to help you know push more black artists me i just had like right people around me mm -hmm. i had a lot of tutors who were always pushing my work and stuff even telling me Oh, you're talented and mm. all that and then that's what made me more confident about my work yeah because before i was like 50 50 but because i was the same thing when i didn't know about john michelle i was like is this even gonna take me anywhere yeah and then but i still had like people telling me yeah you're talented and my mom f always telling me that too it's just i just think craves just need people to support yeah but someone just says hey your work is good that will change like everything yeah and yeah Okay, 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 okay. So, um, I'm, I'm, I really want to talk about the top boy. <laughs> but <laughs> you can talk about it, but, but I because you haven't seen it. I mean, without like killing any <laughs> spoilers, mm. I'm trying to answer a question where I don't spoil it for you at the, sa at the same time. I mean, overall, what did you think about the whole, um, whole project of Top Boy? I mean, did you feel it was honest? Because I felt like me being from Hackney, hmm. it was perfect. I mean, you grew up in the ends as well, do you know? Yeah, how, did, yeah. how did you feel about I it? I felt like they showed 
they answered why. I feel like that show went. I felt like the people that looked, especially at the black community, because I'm just going to just straight. The way they look at the black community is very negative. The way the rest of the, the UK look at the black community is very negative. And I feel like that negative side of the black community, the hood, where all of these things happen, do you know what I'm saying? Illegal activities, um, people using like class A, class B, drugs, do you know what I mean? I, like a high amount as well, like they're mm. super addicted. I feel like they answered questions why, why do, why things like this are happening in our area? Why kids fall into the trap of uh, selling drugs? Mm why they might have an issue at home. Yeah. Why a lot of black kids actually have issues like that at home mm. where, again, money. Because <laughs> mm. there was one bit about, sorry to spoil it, it's just one little bit with the uh, the mum, that kid's mum, they were about to get kicked out the house. Oh, uh, Ants' mum, yeah. Yeah, Ants' mum, yeah. They were about to get kicked out the house. That pushed him to want to get into that life and look how old he was. mm, mm. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. And these things happen. Yeah. Mm. These things happen. Yeah. So I felt like they answered quite a few quite a few questions is why did these things happen? I felt like they created the scenarios as to what pushed people to do these things mm. and what makes them think in that way as well. It's crazy, man. Mm. But yeah. And even why are we even in the position position that we're in? Yeah. Exactly. As well, where where are they getting their their supplies from? Mm. Where the where the guns coming from? Where the mm. drugs are coming from? We ain't making it. Yeah, no, no. Do you no. Know what I mean, but hey, dude, that's what that's another story. Yeah. So, so have you you seen like season one and two and stuff? Yeah, like that? but that was a long time ago. Very long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, now nah, it's it's a good show. Um, I think because it's like I would I'll go more in depth, but it's just like I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. But the acting was on point. Um. You know, everybody should just, you know, congratulate themselves on such a project that's just levels now. So I can't even wait for the next season to come upon us. The next scenario, hmm. Takashi Six Nine. Uh, <laughs> so wait, I'm, I'm, I, the reason why I want to talk about that is because oh, I, as much as the whole situation of snitching and everything mm. is uh, is very serious because of yeah. where we grew up and everything like that, but we're in a crazy time where it could possibly be that nobody's gonna give a shit when he comes out because he can drop music everyone's still gonna listen to it like what do you think about the whole scenario and how people now on the internet don't care if he's a snitch um if first, you, if, first, if first you, of all yeah oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see the thing about snitching, I don't feel like in this current day, people really care. Because you see most of these criminals, they snitch on themselves anyway. Mm. Mm. Most of these these artists that do what they're doing on behind closed doors. Yeah. Is it really behind closed doors? Because they're saying it on the, on the right anyway. Yeah. So they're snitching them on, on themselves more time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But the smart ones will... The smart ones will wear a mask mm. <laughs> and snitch all day long. Yeah. You know, they can't mm. lead the crime back to them. So I'm not saying that the other ones that are not wearing masks are dumb. I'm just saying that it's, I feel like the culture of snitching is it's not the same as... Wait, in the I, 90s. I don't wait, know. I swear back they in will, the days. They will still accept him when he comes back out. 
<laughs> Back in the days, yeah, when like people did crime and they got caught, I swear it was like they won't snitch because they'll sort their family or something like that. That's yeah, how yeah, 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 yeah. The family was always threatened, but I was uh, no, and that's when the family like, is like, don't worry, we'll take care of your family. Don't snitch, we'll take care. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah, they they used to do that. But what's funny? I, what I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but they said that people have been feeling comfortable about snitching for a long time. Um, they said. Frank Lucas was a snitch. Yeah. They did a film about him. Mm. The Godfather of Harlem that they've yeah. got. Alpo. Um, yeah, they got a film about him. Alpo. Ace from Paid in Full. Paid in Full. People are wearing t-shirts <laughs> yeah, with Ace yeah, yeah. on him and saying, yeah, Ace is, I'm Ace Boogie and stuff like the, that. What, the, ori- like, the, ri- the original Ace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, They're saying Alpo like, also yeah, as well. All these people are snitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we wear these guys on t-shirts and glorify them. Yeah. But now everyone's been up in arms with Takashi. That's why I said they're gonna they're gonna accept it because mm. you, you seen the documentary about Alpo. No, 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 no. Alpo, so paid in full is three characters in it that's yeah. it's based on, and they're real people. Mm. One's Ace, one's Richard Porter, yeah. Another one is um Alpo, my I think Alpo Martinez or something like that. Mm. Alpo is actually a um I think he's from the Dominican mm. Republic, so he's not black as we, but he's to me they're still black anyway. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what they're talking about. But there's not black, if that makes sense. But he was in the hood and he really, he blended in very well mm. with everybody. From a young age, these men were selling drugs from like six, probably seven, yeah. eight. Right. Alpo was a snitch when he snitched on himself mm. to get reduced time. He snitched on himself saying that, yeah, he did kill Richard Porter. And he even said the reason why. It was to do with like brick of cocaine and all of that. Mm. Like he, he, he got... He, he got effed over for some like brick of cocaine in it saying he's got it from somewhere else yeah when really it was his supply he was getting it from it's it was all you gotta watch the documentary but these guys have been snitching on themselves or even making movies out of it mm. snitching on themselves mm. and other people as well <laughs> like snitching's crazy it's crazy it's, like, bro. it's fun it's crazy how it doesn't mean anything to the internet Nah, because the internet just wants to be entertained. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy, man. Because mm. people are thinking this is a movie now, man. Oh, you know Snapchat. Yeah, they've commissioned. They're doing documentaries now, and they've commissioned the Takashi Six Nine thing. So it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's a three-part documentary that you can watch on Snapchat. Oh. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yes. Snapchat is smart, you know. So um, <laughs> yeah. So now, now I can't. I think they're trying to do the final. Um, the final stages of this whole court case. I think one more guy has to get convicted, but apparently Takashi's going to get become free. Mm. He's now refused witness protection, mm. and he said he's just going to hire twenty four seven security and carry on with his music career. Yeah. Will his music be listened to? Yeah, people still listen to it. They still believe the gangster in it as well. That's what's crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> gangsters still snitch. There's gangsters <laughs> out here that snitch on all day. Listen, there's fraudulent stockbrokers that snitch on all of their guys to get a reduced mm-hmm. sentence, bro. And then they come back out and sell a book and you go and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> you go and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm crazy. You, what's it? With the Wolf of Wall Street. I swear oh, he yeah. snitched on, the, on, on a couple men. When he went inside to get a reduced yeah. sentence. Didn't he snitch? <laughs> Was it me? I think 
I f- no, yeah, he incorporated. Yeah. Yeah, he did, he did, he, he did. Snitched, bro. I didn't even know that. I'm going to lie. I'm going to watch that again. I need to actually make sure that I'm right. Yeah, but mm. on that, I'm pretty sure he snitched up his guys mm, <laughs> to mm, get mm, rid of mm. these men have been, I'm not condoning snitching, but I'm saying that it's been going on in it. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. In so many different areas that I think it's because Takeshi Sit9 is, he's, he's a big icon. Yeah. And you, when when he came out, you believed this gangster. Mm. He was snitching on himself from day dot. Anyway, he was mm. probably talking about all the stuff. No, but he was doing. filming everything too. Yeah, like most of the stuff he was doing. Yeah. Now, real talk, he was filming most of the stuff he was doing too. That's mad. That's crazy. Yeah. That's mad. I mean, career-wise for you guys as well. Obviously, it's like a massive jump from snitching now talking about <laughs> you guys. Um, like, where do you wanna? Where do you want to take like your art career? Like, like, you know, what I mean, how, like, what's the next stages? You know, what I mean, not to probably expose all your plans, but like, what, what's like the ultimate goal that you want to take this to? Just get the right people to come to my show, mm. and yeah, that's it. I just want to get the youth, more the youth, to yeah. come to my show just to see. You're gonna be big, you know. He's like, you know, he's just got the calm demeanor, yeah. and he's just like, let the work speak for itself, which yeah. is. One of the most sickest things that I could like, I like from anyone. They don't, they're not too much on the braggadocious thing okay. online. And it's really about the art, do you know what I mean? Mm. More than anything. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I just want to make sure I reach the right audience mm. now with what I'm doing. I, f- I feel like I find what I want, the avenue I want to go down that makes sense for me. I don't really want to be getting too lost in what everybody else is doing. I'm not saying, as in everybody else, I mean, like, you see what you was talking about, predominantly the music is very, I don't want to say negative, but it's like drill mm. music is very up there. I'm not that. So I'm accept, I'm starting to go, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not this. And I'm that, I'm this, mm. I'm that. That's that's how I'm going. So I want to get the right audience that will be attracted to what I'm doing. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So, man, that's it. Yeah. Um, and like, like talking about audience building and stuff like that like how is the challenges for like you guys on social media and whatnot Mm. and what's your like what's your battles with it and stuff like that no i think the mental health thing man yeah i try and stay away from social media man Mm. like i I promote my stuff here but that stuff can make you depressed and stuff man Mm. that's what i try uh-huh. Even like, cause it's like I, 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 like I love having this conversation. Just trying to find out, you know, what are the key things in there that cause a bunch of depressions in there? Is it like the content you follow? I or, think so. Or is it like you know? Because usually, I, I, I think as he said, you know, you don't want to say I boil it down to these two things because mental health. You can't just boil mm. it down to these two things. But mm. it's like things like content we follow, or is it the strength that we haven't built up inside just yet? It's like balancing those two things out, do you know what I mean? Where you can be comfortable, like, yeah, that, I can see that and it's, n- it's not gonna affect me, do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, how does that, and I'm turning to a low-key therapy session, how does that trigger like certain mental health things, you know what I mean, for you? Mm. Cause I've, I've gone through my points in that, just be like, I see something, be like, nah, fuck that guy, man, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> or am I not doing enough and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Mm. So how does that affect you and stuff in places? Not to talk too deep on it, but it's just it's just to have a conversation on it. No, I don't even know, you know. 
Because uh, I just try and do my work. Yeah. And because I see with some people, it's like people watch people too much. Yeah. Mm. And that's what I think makes people depressed too. Mm. Is that you can go, sc- is that, let me p- let me just say this, someone went to school to with someone and then you're watching saying, wait, why am I not in his position? Mm. Oh, we went to school together. Why am I still here? Yeah. Why am I not doing this? Is that now people can watch other people yeah because of like instagram and these new platforms and stuff because back in the days i don't think like if someone went through like their life you won't really see that exactly but now you can just watch people now at every stage yeah Yeah. and you don't even know if they're happy Mm, they can be just showing off because sometimes on instagram people just front Mm. that they just show the best bits Mm. but they're going through things but you don't know that Mm. you're just seeing the best moments and you're like why why is that not happening to me and i think yeah that's why I try and stay away with social media because there's positive things, but there's a lot of negative yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And the negativity sells too. Yeah, you have yeah. Boom Gang and all that yeah, thing. Yeah. And you can even see they're going through things too. Mm. But yeah, that's what I think about social media a bit, man. Mm. Mm. It's the same thing. Mm. I agree with him. I also look at it like um, I've noticed it with, um, especially our community, we look at each other we're like right why am i not at that point where he is so you start comparing yourself mm. then the moment you start comparing yourself you start feeling inadequate you don't feel like you're enough you don't feel like you're doing enough and boy sometimes i ain't gonna lie i go on i go on instagram and i get that feeling sometimes but to answer your first question mm. is it the content you follow and the, um the strength, strength. i think it's a bit of both mm. to be honest I feel like you should look at things to push you to want to motivate to motivate you to want to do better with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then I think that everything has to be in moderation. It's nice to like nice things, but you can't always have nice things. Mm. It's nice to always want to go on holiday, but you can't always go on holiday. Your bank account can't stretch that much. Mm. It's okay to not have everything. No. That's what you got to always tell yourself that. That's nice. It's nice that person's done that, but just because I haven't done that doesn't mean I'm inadequate. Because if you look at it from the visual element, you're just looking at what you're seeing. Like, oh, this person's wearing this, or this person is in this place. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we we feel like we're not enough because we see someone in STK, mm-hmm. and these times it could be a girl that's on a date with a guy, and the guy's paying for her. Mm-hmm. She's finessed the date. Mm-hmm. Great, well done. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. That's not something to hate on just yeah. because they're in somewhere that you would mm. like to be. That's silly. So you shouldn't make that make you feel inadequate mm. or less about yourself yeah. because you see someone looking like they're doing better than you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you're right about that bit where you said um, people are not showing all the worst bits in their lives. Mm. They're just showing the best bits. Yeah. Because they also want to be accepted. Yeah. Because you see, you notice on the Instagram, yeah, you go, when you make a post, you can see all the people that are looking at you. So that's how they got you. Mm. It's like, it is set up to make you feel like you're inadequate. You want, you kind of subconsciously looking for people to, act, to accept you, mm. to see you in a bit bigger light. Yeah. So, but the numbers determine how much and it's it's messed up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's no. worse when you want to run a business now because in your mind, you feel like, okay, I'm fighting for attention. Yeah. Like I have to play this game, fight for attention, just so that people can take my business seriously. Mm. So you might not even actually like doing all of this. 
extra stuff, but you feel like you have to do it mm. so that you can, so your business can go well. And it's it's like, you have to have that balance where, okay, you have to have that balance where, how can I explain it? You have to, you have to make sure that you have that balance where you're not doing too much, you're mm. not overworking yourself, but then you're doing enough. Yeah to take yourself further and that's all that counts trying to compare yourself too much yeah is is dangerous mm. very and dangerous. how would you guys encourage mental strength in terms of trying to help people push to their strongest point just to get basically basically refresh their mind a little bit do you know what i mean because we can absorb these things and get into that negative space very quickly but like how do what do we do, what what small steps can we take just to push into a better mind state for ourselves and for our creativity I would say put the phone down man mm. that's me mm. yeah that is true though you take fun breaks yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I paint I paint yeah. do animation yeah, I'll yeah, go out talk to friends yeah. like go out with friends and have conversations I like, even talk about things that person, like if something's going through, your, you can talk to a friend mm. and that will make you feel better too yeah. than like just holding it in and stuff. You watch films? Huh? You watch films? Films? Yeah, yeah, I watch a lot of films. I yeah, because films. films does it for me. It's like, mm. I'll find a cinema that has bad reception and then I'll just be engulfed in the movie, the movie yeah. for like two hours of just mm. like, you're not, you're not focused on this because mm. no it's very easy because it's, it's like, it's, it's become a low-key habit. Do you know think it's scary here because people film everything even like death too i i that that bothers me the death side of things it's like because i was not that i think about death but sometimes i do but but not in a in a negative way but just like i said i almost want to tell people the day i die god give me more years don't film my funeral (laughs) i don't nobody filming my funeral i don't want no clout because yeah. if you're still lo- if you're looking for clout oh, at a funeral, yeah. that's when I know it's it's gone too far. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's those sort of things I think they should be sacred mm. for the people mm. who don't want it filmed. I didn't mm. even want that documented. Do mm. you know what I mean? I need it. I need it to be very personal. I yeah. think that's when people say goodbye. Yeah, I don't know why people film it. And, and I think that should be mm. personal, unless unless we're like all of us are huge stars. Yeah, then we can't help that they're gonna document that whole yeah, entire no, no, thing. Choice. But I still think that's. Cause I'm only saying that because of the X thing. Yeah. Oh, that, that was crazy. People, that's when that he was, killed his body. Yeah. yeah that's when, when I knew just that filming. people you see, are that, sick. That I don't understand. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think mad. people want to film it to be like, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Just to get that attention. That's what people want. Viral videos. Yeah. And viral moments and the exclusive <sighs> to someone's stress and someone's pain. Which Imagine is terrible. Your, like your mom can see that. Yeah. That's crazy. Like the parents didn't find out first they found it and they put it the internet found out first i know but no no mom wants to see their no. son's dead body or no, that's no. that's what i'm saying that's in the internet yeah. the internet's forever yeah so that's mm. messed up man. yeah but yeah phones off yeah. phones mm. down anything yeah, you should yours. you should take a phone break definitely mm. in general anyway even even if it's not social media mm. from other things that may not add value to your life directly you should take a break from because a whole lot of things that can distract you from actually achieving your goals. Like you find yourself spending too much money on a certain habit, you might need to cut that habit down because mm. that can distract you from 
TikTok. Because Instagram is a big distraction for, especially for people who um, are not necessarily trying to build any brand or start a company or anything like that. I feel like it could be quite a distraction for mostly for them because mm. they're more they're most they're most impressionable. They mm. they ain't really doing anything that's you can really show on Instagram. Mm. They probably just have a normal nine to five and mm. then just go on Instagram, snap with their friends. They're the ones that are pre and everybody mm. snaps mm. religiously. Do you, Do you think it's uh it's like a new drug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's accepted like. Like, yeah, you know, it's like hey, free cocaine, <laughs> you know. Yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we've been taking it for so long, it's just yeah, like yeah. I think it's the likes, too. Yeah, that's, it is that's, the likes. yeah. but they're, they're planning to remove that soon, which is mm. going to be sick. No, but that's going to mess up some people, too, because people live for some people yeah, live for the, live the, likes. the likes. It is what it yeah. is. I, I, yeah. I say death to the likes. Reason Where? being, so it just focuses on the creativity, creativity better because yeah. it's just like people can just show yash, abs, crap. That's there's no there's no creativity in that. It's just mm. basic. But now it's just like okay, cool. I'm not gonna get likes for that. I'm gonna get more mm. push if what I actually doing. show the process of my art. Mm. I'm gonna show you a time lapse of me drawing, or I'm gonna mm. do a video edit of me traveling, or I'm gonna mm. do a video edit of me in the studio and everything like that. It's creativity yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah. So I think it's now gonna be push to the creators, which it should have always mm. been in the first place. You know, I mean, I know mm. people are making their money. Yeah. doing their makeup tutorials doing their yeah. that content pieces but yeah. it's gonna push to yeah. the creators rather mm. than the people who are getting away with it doing mm. shanguli you know what i mean yeah, doing, <laughs> so. doing the most but do you know why i say i don't know if they would actually get rid of the likes i don't know if that's they they they, they tested it in australia did it work oh they, they've got no they don't they, they can't don't, see they don't like look a, at no likes <laughs> no it's like you will see the likes, okay. the number, oh, but, but, the, but public the public won't, won't see it. See it. Okay, so, so anybody like who follows better. you won't see it. I feel like that's better. Yeah. I feel like if you can see the likes yourself, you can see how much people are engaging with what mm. you're doing. If your thing's strong mm. enough, yeah. okay, people are actually engaging. You can see people clicking and whatnot. Yeah. I feel like that's the way to look at the likes. That's why I say, you see, for people who don't really have a brand or any kind of thing to sell, it's more of a distraction for them mm. because they're more, they're the ones who are going to be more interested in how many likes that person has because they want to go for what, they want to go for the popular thing. People like to buy into things that are, may not necessarily be actually good, but because it's popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like people want Gucci because Gucci is like, everybody knows what Gucci is. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then, that new clothing line around the corner and no one really knows that so they won't buy into that because it doesn't have that it's not publicly recognized mm. and it's all it's then you come to realize how actually it's deep human beings like attention mm. we as human beings the app is you go i look at it deeper than the app you see the app here that's just a software and people that people can it's like a visual representation software of how people interact in the real world anyway which is kind of deep like you wear something you look a certain way it attracts attention immediately anyway prior even 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 if you remove the likes people they see it straight anyway mm. before they even notice the likes because those are the things back in the days people wear the most fashionable things loud jewelry because yeah. they wanted, wanted attention. attention yeah mm. that's i remember i used to, i was posting up a lot of the queen's um 
pictures on my stories. Yeah. And I was posting up a lot of the royal family. I was doing it on purpose because I want to see how people react mm -hmm. to another culture of people boasting. Because we do it in hip hop culture. Even mm -hmm. before this Instagram stuff, you saw these rappers wearing long chains, gold iced out jewelry. That Alpo guy that I quoted, mm. this guy was the first to create a Louis Vuitton um, custom-made jacket okay. from... Um, oh, this was is it Dapper Dan? Dapper Dan. Yeah, Dapper Dan. Then everybody else started trying to copy that f that fashion. Mm. Fashions existed before Instagram. Mm. Like Gu Gucci was out since, what, 1930-something? Mm. It's old. Mm. <laughs> These brands are big even before Instagram. Mm. So... It going on Instagram, you're going to see people's reaction to it because really, it's actually just a visual representation. The person who created the software found an easy, simple way to visually represent how human beings react, interact with each other anyway. I looked up an article that said, Instagram's becoming like the new Tinder because literally people are going on there just to go for a little, go for, find a little beat, little something, <laughs> little, little side piece on the side. Yeah. Like, it's even increasing the, le the levels of cheating. Yeah, like Facebook and Instagram <laughs> in mm. relationships. Mm, no, yeah. I, I understand because when that didn't exist, you won't know who's in, who's, like in another yeah, country. country you yeah, it. you won't see it. But mm. now you can see it. Now you can see it. It's right there. Stuff. Mm. So it's like it's been enhanced. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And what, because it's like now we, we talk about a lot about the the dark side of social media. No, mm. positive side. Yeah. The positive side of things is mm. like we can amplify. Uh, a faster rate like usually we would have to mm. go to a label so we can go have a fan base in mm. paris or something mm. like that now yeah. it's just like put post it instagram yeah, ads true. target paris, paris mm. yeah. do you know what i mean so yeah i mean There's positive sides are it. like levels now mm. than than ever do you know what i mean but a lot mm. of people even a lot of people still don't even know that mm. do you know what i mean so mm. what other strengths do you, do you guys like find in social media as much as it's been dark at the same time. You could go first. You could yeah. um, I found, to be honest, I found social media to be both a bad and a good thing. Just like life anyway, in mm. general. You got like his, uh, what's it, Gary V? That was talking about yeah. technology. Because um, a lot of the um, older crowd, they get a bit scared for social media. Because to them, it must be daunting to see how powerful it is they look and crazy. how influential to them yeah. it's like whoa yeah, like I've crazy. never seen something like this it must have been like how they probably saw the phone oh, like how did the people out. born in the yeah, 20s probably saw the phone like whoa, whoa how's <laughs> this gonna affect the world you can call anyone anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know what I'm saying like mm. you know what I mean so it's crazy so I think as much as humanity exists technology is just gonna keep on advancing advancing, advancing. you're gonna see like even more clearer videos you're gonna feel like you're in the in the music yeah. video now mm. it's that clear like mm -hmm. they the way they advance in technology is at such a fast it's a rapid rate so, but for me, I saw the two, the good and the bad. For, and for me, growing and following, but then the bad is also, now you have to deal with them head on. Mm. Like back in the days, you know, it can be bad because mm. you can, you, you, you could be in the wrong mood and say the wrong thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Back in those days, they didn't have social media like that. Mm. 
lot. you can be PR trained at least and pattern up before you get to that radio yeah, station. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, a lot of yeah. old artists were saying if social media was back in the days, they won't even have a career. None of it. Serious. Nineties hip hop in the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Imagine Tupac. Imagine Tupac on Instagram. They would have put it. Listen, you just see some guys pull out the strap. They'd be beefing each other. You mm. see the way guys beef each other now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When I see you pull up, it's like they do on Facebook. It's so weird. It's so weird. That's on Facebook. It's mad. It's what is this? You know. But you even see the old heads engaging in it as well. Like the yeah. game when he beefs all these other newer artists. Yeah. It's like he's even in, engaging in the fuckery. But it goes to show like this thing is so powerful. Like mm. it just enhances what probably already goes on. We just don't see as much. But it's going on. We don't see it. But I don't know. It's Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say we should wrap it up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, where can we find you guys? I mean, actually, forget that. Before we jump onto that, what's next? Like, what's the next project? What's the next exhibition? I got a show next month. Okay. Um, Brixton Library. Sick. I'm gonna be showing animation, painting, sculptures, like a lot. But the only thing I'll say when you come, it's gonna blow your mind because I, I create. I don't want to see. I can say, okay, I want a new art form. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't want to tell you a lot because I want you to come and experience, experience it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what date is that? So you can tell uh, the listeners. The fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Okay. Fourth. Oh, like the first to um the um the sixteenth. Okay. But the op- like the opening is the fourth. But the first is like you can just come in like anyone. Okay. Can come cool. In stuff, yeah. But yeah, be sure to be there. Uh, um, the manager's doing his work. <laughs> <laughs> motion yeah. picture, motion okay, picture. Sick, 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 yeah. sick. And where, where is, can where they? Is the, where is it gonna be? Oh, so. Brixton Library. Brixton yeah. Library. And where can where can they find you socials wise so they can oh. get more information? Instagram samsoul.35 dot forty five. Twitter. I don't know. It's so crazy. We talk about the niggas Instagram, but we like come on the Instagram yeah, still. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Come check yeah, us. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? The, the gift and the curse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and yourself. Like, what you got? You just come from back from Paris. What were yeah. you doing in Paris anyway? <laughs> yeah, we were just nah. Do you know we were just shooting a video. Went out there with um some director called SP Visuals. Mm. He's he shot a lot of like quite non artists, but I don't want to guess it too much. I want the video to actually happen, mm. so I don't <laughs> jinx it. You know what I mean? But yeah. we went to Paris. We shot. We shot something, something I've never really done before, to be honest. Mm. Normally, I'd, I, my videos would be like, just normal, really, just mm. performance-based. This one was a little bit, it was a little bit bougie, I won't lie, just a tad bit, just a smidgen mm. of bougie. Do you get what I'm saying? A smudge, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, tried something different, had fun with it, spent a lot of money, oh my God. Oh, nah. Yeah, mm. then came, I'm back here today. Mm. So, yeah, man, Yeah, it was fun. So where can everybody find you? Um, so on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Kels at K E L Z T B K. Yeah. Awesome. And you can find us on at Art Meets Music on Instagram, Art underscore Meets Music on Twitter, and we'll be having the video footage on YouTube as well on uh, Art Meets Music on YouTube. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to episode two. Um, we'll be back for the third episode in October, so be sure to check that out. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Legendary. What do you think young kids should be doing at therapy and stuff?
think what for yeah we should you know we should have talked about that but therapy now i think they need to be more close to their parents it's not just close because you have to remember some of these kids